0: What does fellowship mean to you and how important is fellowship in this new life with Christ?
1: Thank you again. Welcome to our conversation and what was found in my heart. I'm Gary
0: and I'm Veronica
1: and you can reach us if you have a question, if you have uh, something you want to talk about or, you know, whatever it is, we're here for you. If you want to know Christ as your Lord and savior, just, you can contact us at I W F I M H at gmail.com. I W F I M H at gmail.com and we will respond. So we were talking about fellowship, you know, what this fellowship that you're talking about, um, what is the perspective of uh, a relationship? You know, if you're out there and listening to this, this voice over the, over the podcast air, um, when you talk, when we say fellowship, what's going on in your brain, you know, what's happening. Mm -hmm. Um, Think about it, you know, if you're, if you're a believer, your fellowship is going to be different than when you were, weren't a believer. You know, a person that doesn't know Christ, that have not come into the this experience of love and, and mercy and grace that Christ gives us, um, void religion. We're talking about relationship. is different than when you accept him as your Lord and Savior and allow him to flow through you. Mm-hmm. I look at relationships or fellowship from this perspective. I was in the military. Okay. So as a civilian, there was different rules and guidelines that I lived by. You know, I can do whatever I want to. If I, did, I want to quit a job, I quit a job. I don't think I listen to anybody. That could have been my attitude, which it wasn't. But I had the choice to make that decision. But when I joined the military, I gave my choice away so I can serve the country. And so whatever that meant, I had allegiance to that fellowship with the military Mm -hmm. that I'm going to do what they said to do. Same thing as a Christian, when we talk about fellowship, as an unbeliever, someone that has not come into the knowledge of this truth we're talking about in Christ Jesus, I did whatever I wanted to do. I had that choice. That was my choice. That was my decision. Then I made a choice to serve Christ. I gave that choice to Mm -hmm. him and say, my allegiance is to you. And whatever you say, I'm believing and I'm going to do what you say to do. So now my fellowship has changed. Does the fellowship with Christ negate any fellowships I had with the world? No, it just enhances my fellowship with the world in a better and different way, a more impactful and positive way. Mm-hmm. So those are the difference I think about fellowship that was found in my heart that made me change the dynamic in which I lived my life right. so what is what is the uh did you have the definition of what fellowship is all about?
0: Yeah, let me let me define what fellowship uh, is, according to Webster. Um, fellowship is a community of interest, activity, feeling, or experience. It's companionship.
1: When we are in a phase of non-partnership, I'm looking for a guy, I'm looking for a girl. The manner in which we pro- project ourselves, the way we carry ourselves is different. Our fellowship is different because now our fellowship is about getting the other person to like us, to, to say something to us or however that looks like let's take it enough. You got the person's acknowledgement of you. Y'all are an item. And now you are going together, a boyfriend, girlfriend, or however you want to label that. But now there's a different fellowship going on because now you have someone. There is an intent now that you are mine and I'm yours. Even without the paperwork and the marriage and everything, there's this, this unwritten law, basically that, we're going together, then you shouldn't be doing that. And you shouldn't be doing that. Mm -hmm. That's a fellowship. Then let's take it up to another level. You cannot have the same fellowship that you had pursuing someone. You can't have the same fellowship that you had when you, you, you got someone as the same fellowship you have when you marry that person. So if I'm dancing, my dancing is not to, to attract someone my my dancing is to to embrace the one that I have. It's it's for them. Mm-hmm. I, I have this thing that I do. I I don't take my shirt off because what I have is for her eyes only. And so, if you see me on the beach and I got my clothes on, it's hot. As all get out. That's the reason why don't call me crazy. Just call me in love. You know <laughs> what else you have?
0: For me, fellowship is building relationships. It's um, spending time with others, and we do all of that in community. And your example of you know military versus civilian—that was a a really good example um, to show your change of allegiance from one thing to the other, but how it just makes the other better. Mm -hmm. You know.
1: Yeah, my fellowship with Christ—you know—my fellowship with the world or with the military is really about. My fellowship with people. Right. You know, people that, that that I like. I'm not going to hang around people that I don't like. So I'm not going to fellowship with people that I don't like. Come on, that's ridiculous, you know. And so in the natural or as a civilian or somebody that's not a believer, most of the time you don't like being around people that are contrary to what you believe. Right. What you like, you know, because that's, but there's a, you know, opposites attract. To a certain degree, if if there's somebody that's, you know, just really ugly and you don't like that ugliness, nine times out of ten, you're not going to stay around that person.
0: Right.
1: Uh, So with Christ, my my perceptions of the world and people has to change. Mm -hmm. Whether it's there now, eventually it should be because that's my pursuit. If I'm going to walk in Christ, if Christ is going to be... Mm -hmm the one that leads my steps in this dance of life, then I have to change some things within me in order to keep up with him right. and in the way he wants to lead me. Right. And so it's not about a community. It's not about a culture. It's not about a a race. It's not about, it's about the world. It's about how does God wants to change the world versus how the military, military wants to change and protect the country. God wants to protect the world, you know? He wants to protect each and every heart from devastation in whatever way that looks like to you.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's like you know, going back to um, fellowshipping with the world. It's about the interests. What are their interests? Are their interests the same as yours? Because some things you're you're not going to participate in because those those are not your interests. Some of the activities you're not going to participate in that because it clashes with the kingdom activities. Mm. So the fellowship changes in that light. And like you said, it it enhances because you're looking at it through different lenses. God has given us a much clearer lens um, through which we can see things and we're able to judge things. And okay, so no, we don't need to be a part of that. Um, activity or we don't need to be a part of that interest because that does not serve the kingdom purpose.
1: So there's, this there's, there's something um, important or something interesting about that as far as interests. Okay. How do you liking something prevents you from the fullness of that something? You know, we, we tend to think, basically if if i like something and and if i've accept christ as my lord and savior he's going to take that interest away from me he's going to take that that thing that i like away from me because now i have to be this rigid individual that's just about this you know, this 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 principle mm-hmm. where they see christianity as narrow it's actually broader than they can ever imagine because there is just the perspective the spectrum of in which we look at life is broadened. You know, where some people might not see that, but I guarantee you my perspective of life has broadened more than you can ever imagine or think because God has opened my eyes to see things. And that's what we do. We have interests, we have likes, and we're just mm-hmm. going through these things with a with a, a narrow lens. And all we see is basically what we, we want. But when God opens our eyes, we begin to see layers and layers and layers of mm-hmm. beauty, of colors, of life, of love that we would not have seen before because our eyes were blind. All we were set up to be is that I'm taking this at face value. I'm leaning on my own understanding about what this is all about. But when God opens your eyes and we have that fellowship with him, this guy is so broad. It's just amazing the wisdom and the knowledge and the understanding about life that you get when you allow God to open your eyes to this world that he has created. He's created. He's created you. He knows you better than you know yourself. He can define you because he created you. Whereas we walk in this life in fellowship with man and man tells us this about us and they tell us that about us. We think this about ourselves. We, 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 know, we, we imagine ourselves to be this. That's, that's our fellowship with ourselves. That's our fellowship with man. But man will come up with things that are not true about us that we tend to believe which allows us to be more mm-hmm. depressed and heavy-hearted but God is the deliverer of us from from those things yeah. because he knows us better than we know ourselves.
0: Yeah. And I and I think we you know we have we have a few scriptures that um that help us with this fellowship and you know with us going from one kingdom into the other kingdom because again now we're in this new life with mm-hmm. Christ and in Matthew's 18:20 it says for where two or three are gathered together in my name I am there in the midst of them mm-hmm. so as Christians as believers when we get together again we're getting together we're still having fun right but what should be in our minds in our hearts mm-hmm. is that we're in this new kingdom and where we when we're in this new kingdom or wherever we are I mean in this kingdom with other mm-hmm. Christians or whether we're we're around non-believers we're still in the kingdom and we have to have that mindset that um Jesus is with me right he's with me and when we gather together two or three of us in his name he's there in our midst mm-hmm. that's what the word says do we really believe that? You know, if we really believe that, then our conversations, our actions, our activities, all of those things would reflect the fact that Jesus is there in the midst of us.
1: Right. Because when we talk about fellowship, it has many different uh, nuances. You know, when we say fellowship, according to the scriptures, there's different scriptures that talks about fellowship from a from a different verbiage. Mm-hmm. And when I say verbiage, that means that if we say, like for instance, 2 Corinthians, which is my fa- one of my favorites, 13, 14, it says, the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the communion of the Holy Ghost be with you all. That word communion means fellowship. So we should have fellowship with the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. We should have communion with the Holy Spirit. When we take our communion, same, same word. When we talk about the communion representing the The blood and body of Christ, when we take that, it's saying we're having fellowship with the Lord Christ Jesus. So we're talking about fellowship being very deep and intimate Mm -hmm. when we say, I want to fellowship with you. So you can't get that if you are not a believer. You can't have that deep, intimate, uh, personal relationship and fellowship with God because you're not there yet. Mm -hmm. Not saying that you can't be. That's not where your mind and heart is. God can easily change that just like He changed it in us. He can change it in you.
0: Right. Amen. Yeah. Hebrews um, 10 24 through 25 also talks about fellowshipping with each other. It says, And let us consider one another in order to stir up love and good works, not forsaking the assembling of ourselves together, as is the manner of some but exhorting one another. And so much the more as you see the day approaching the day, it's a capital D there, the day of the Lord approaching. So our fellowship, when we come together, our fellowship should be to stir up one another in love and to stir up one another in good works. And, you know, don't forsake getting together. You know, sometimes People's like, oh, I just want to be alone. I just want to be by myself or I'm a loner. God didn't create us to be a loner. You know, it's like he told in Genesis, he said that um, it's not good that man should be alone, but I'm going to make him a helper comparable to him. And so doing Adam and Eve were able to fellowship with one another Whereas Adam was fellowshipping with God. God says, okay, it's not, it's not good Adam, for Adam to be by himself. So sometimes, you know, when we say we are a loner, the enemy can play on us and he can, he can really wreak havoc on our minds and, and, and things like that when we are by our, ourselves. But according to Hebrews, it says, don't forsake the assembling of yourselves together as the manner is of some are, you know, stir one up, one another up in love mm-hmm. and good works Amen. and good works. Amen. It's a lot of good works out there.
1: You have anything before we close?
0: Yeah. I just wanted to, um, to say that if the Lord places someone on your in your mind or on your heart, reach out to that person, send them a text, give them a call. You know, sometimes, you know, just like we read the word, we have the written word of God and we read that word and and we can hear God through his word. But sometimes we want to hear his voice. Mm -hmm. You know, sometimes people want to hear your voice, not just the text. The text is is good, but sometimes you just want to hear the person's voice. Um, This past week, you know, I was meditating on fellowship and talking about you know building relationships and and things like that and 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 god was just giving me reach out to someone if i put someone on your heart reach out to someone so i was thinking about a friend that we had we met in la Modalena, italy and i hadn't talked with her in a while like years and so i said okay i'm gonna i'm gonna give her a call so i gave her a call and it went through her voicemail, her voicemail, but then she called me right back. And we talked for about thirty or forty minutes, you know, just encouraging one another. And it was such a blessing to to hear from her. And um, you know, and so we, we ended that call and I think that was on a Saturday. And then on a Sunday, I get an an instant message or message from another friend that we We made friends in Pensacola when our girls were going to to, uh, Pensacola Christian. And she reached out to me. She says, yeah, I was just, you know, I'm scrolling through my phone. I had foot surgery and I didn't go to church today. And I was just scrolling through my phone and it came on your name. And I thought, I'll just reach out to you. And just that quickly, how God told me, you know, when I put somebody on your heart or in your mind, Reach out to that person. You don't know if you can be an answer to that uh, someone's prayer, Amen. you know? Amen. And so by her reaching out to me, that blessed me. Because sometimes I feel like I reach out to a lot of people, but they don't reach right. back out to me. That shouldn't stop us. Right. You know, sometimes it can. You can feel like, man, I'm so tired of always being the one to reach out. Mm-hmm. And no one reaches reaches back out to me. But that just let me know. God just let me know. This is how it, how it works. You right. know, you don't do what other people do. You do what I'm telling you to do. You do what's right in my sight. Amen. And I'll take care of the, of the other things. So if someone is on your heart, reach out to that person. Don't always wait for somebody to reach out to you. Reach out to them and watch God bless one or both of you. He's always going to bless you, you know, because that's how he is. He's a, he's a good God. Yeah.
1: You know, and I love the two great commandments, which is love the Lord thy God with all mm-hmm. thy heart, mind, soul, and strength, vertical, and love your neighbor as yourself, horizontal. Mm-hmm. It's the same thing with fellowship. You know, as as a believer, our fellowship should be so strong with God that our love for others is strong horizontally. Mm-hmm. If you don't know God as your Lord and Savior, if you have not come into that fellowship with the, the Creator that made you, mm-hmm. that desires for you to have this intimate relationship with Him, that you might know who you are because you know who He is. We are here for you. You know, I just want to pray with you if you want to repeat after me these words, his simple words. God, reveal yourself to me that I might know you intimately. I'm a sinner. I repent of those sins. And I accept what Jesus Christ did on the cross. I accept that and I desire for him to be Lord and Savior of my life. That he might live his life through me. That I might increase in the fellowship with my God that created me so that I might be in fellowship with humanity for your glory. Dear God, in the name of Jesus, amen. If you prayed that prayer, if it's something that interests you, if you're not there yet, email us at IWFIMH at gmail.com. You know, and so in closing, I just want to leave you with don't be weary and well-doing.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Don't get weary and and turn from the things that's going to bring you the the, the biggest blessing.
0: The good works. Yes. Stirring s- each other up to good s- works.
1: Stir each other up. You know, where I feel weak at this particular place in prayer or because things happen and I feel like, man, God, I'm just going to say it. I'm just going through the motions. Don't faint. Stay faithful. That's right. And pursue God. Amen. And he will work all things out for good to those that are that love him and are according to his purpose. So, on that note, we want to say thank you again, and we'll see you. This was episode eight, right? All right. Episode and we're moving on. And so just to let you know, we're going to start trying to address uh, the tough topics a friend of ours in Germany
0: mm-hmm. had
1: presented to us. And so we want to take the uh, the lesser one. <laughs> no, we're just going to hit it with whatever's found in our heart we're going to cover And all I can say is that keep praying for us and we'll be praying for you. In the name of Jesus Christ, be blessed in Jesus name.
0: In the name of Jesus. Amen.